Hi everyone and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host Ant and you join me today for episode 108 which is called Revisiting the Celestine Prophecy for the New Era. So before we dive into today's uh, episode, just a quick note on the technical front. It's quite windy here today um, in the New Forest on the south coast of the UK. But I am using a uh, windshield, so hopefully it shouldn't um, affect the audio too much. So what I want to share with you all today is um, I'm going to revisit the wisdom contained within the first nine insights of the Celestine Prophecy. I'm going to do it over two uh, episodes or two shows. And in today's episode, we're going to look at the first four insights. uh, Because I believe that... um, the wisdom contained within the Celestine Prophecy is, um, is so uh, profound and life-transforming, or transformative, I should say. Because I think right now, I think you'll agree that um, since COVID-19 came into the world, and uh, I know we all have very kind of mixed views on what that actually means, <laughs> but I think you'll all probably agree that um, the world has changed dramatically and dramatically, and um, everything, uh, both in our internal world for a lot of you guys and the external world, has literally turned upside down, and nothing seems to make any sense any world any anymore. Sorry, I should say. So uh, I think we're seeking answers. Um, like never before in terms of um, you know how, how we progress in life how we how we make sense of what's going on because I think uh, I think we can all uh, I think we can all um, say that a lot of uncomfortable truths about our world the external world have been revealed and I don't know um, I can't speak for you guys but I know internally a lot of uncomfortable truths about my own uh, personal world have come to the surface as well. So I'll be using over two episodes the uh, the nine insights as a framework or as a template, if you like, for the discussion. Because uh, hopefully, um, you know, it will uh, help to fill in some of the blanks <laughs> that you might be uh, experiencing right now in terms of trying to gain uh, a deeper understanding, as I was just saying, of what's going on in your own lives. Um, and before I dive uh, into today's recording, uh, just as a side note, um, if you're not a regular listener, you might not be aware that um, on my podcast, I've already gone in great length about five years ago, uh, back to episode 27, uh, with a former contributor on the show called Heather Heaton. We went through uh, in great detail each particular insight. And um, yeah, it's proven to be a very popular series of episodes, so do do check them out. But of course, uh, the world has changed dramatically in the last five years, so it's certainly we well worth revisiting the amazing insight. So I'm not going to go on each insight into too much detail of the actual particular insights, uh, uh, as I say, because I have already done that. But I'll just be- briefly uh, start with the first insight. So the first insight uh, is called critical mass, and this is when we uh, gain an increasing awareness of uh, the synchronicities in our lives, or the coincidences, if you prefer to call it that. And um, uh, also what it means is that there is, um, right now, as I was just saying, there's an increasing sense of restlessness that we're all feeling, um, certainly as the world, external world, 
continues to uh, to go to shit for want of another phrase that we're all um, that there must be that there must be there has to be a greater meaning to life and as various governments have in, made all these illegal restrictions on businesses and individuals it's forced many of us uh, to uh, question the meaning of our lives really and um, yeah many of us are looking for a deeper context to life beyond work commerce entertainment com com comforts our usual daily comforts and our usual day-to-day -day distractions and i think in this vein in the post-covid world uh, many more people uh, are open to noticing uh, the strange coincidences or synchronicities that occur from time to time and i believe that people are far far less likely to ignore these events when they happen and they're far more open to these new possibilities in life and new ways of living and working and uh, i think uh, yeah this is happening like never before whereas once people might have you know just sort of dismissed these strange happenings or events or coincidences i think right now more people are thinking well there must be something to this uh, because they're looking at the world anew or afresh if you prefer and it is uh, hopefully given a broader context to that and um, I think you'll probably agree that life feels uh, I know it does for me when I experience these synchronicities life does feel far more uh, inspirational and um, yeah it, um, it, it gives it sort of a, a renewed uh, a renewed vigor if you like a new lustre it's a nice word for you a new lustre in our lives um, because I think more and more of us are beginning to seek uh, deeper fulfillment from life and um, I think that because of the old certainties of the pre-covid world no longer exist many people are more open to spiritual concepts uh, like synchronicity and we're looking for um for new for new answers really as kind of like uh the sort of normal go-to in terms of politics economics and finance they no longer for a lot of people they no longer really provide uh any context or or meaning so in the world of covid where we're being forced to change our normal routine uh, and this is placing many of us in unfamiliar territory, there is um, little choice but to take far more risks than we once, once might have done. And this makes it far more likely that we're going to experience the kind of synchronicities that would advance our lives. Because I know uh, in the past when I've, um, when I've taken risks, uh, I know that um, I do then experience more synchronicities and um, you've probably heard of this uh, adage or this particular knowing and it's entitled uh, the universe rewards uh, risk risk takers i should say and i think this rings true especially this time during this time of dramatic change because the old for many people the old ways of doing business no longer work many many business owners are having to change just their basic kind of um the kind of uh, practices so feeling the um, experience of mystery and excitement from a synchronicity side the winds getting up quite strongly there so feeling the experience 
of mystery and excitement from a synchronicity gives us the motivation to push forward in life. I know it does for me. And in my personal life, people are sharing their own stories involving more and more synchronicities. And since COVID-19 became a massive event globally, the shadow and evil has appeared to expand. And we have become more aware of the corruption and manipulation in the world. So to counter this process, the light has become more luminous. And I think that we're experiencing this all in our daily lives from strange anomalies to weird happenings. And these appear to us as synchronistic events, which give us hope to carry on when the external world appears to be so utterly hopeless at this time. So we're all seeking new answers to life's problems. And in this post-COVID era, it's having a dramatic impact on daily life and uh, our probable futures. So I'm going to move on now to uh, an understanding of the second insight, which is called the longer now. And this is uh, where we gain an understanding of the worldview and how that has changed over time, historically, going back hundreds of years. So how culture, human thought, morals and ethics have changed. Uh, and what does... what Importantly, what does this say about how we contextualise what we're currently living through? So I think it's helpful in that it depersonalises a lot of the events that we're going through because we can gain a broader context. Uh, Because history also uh, is helpful in that it provides an insight into the evolution of human thought. And if, and because if we have, a, if we can gain an understanding of past events, then we'll have a greater understanding of the likelihood of future events. Because I believe, uh, and many prophecies, not just the Celestine prophecy, have, have spoken of, or spoken to, I should say, of a, a natural evolution of human conf- consciousness that is easier to gar- grasp when we gain a deeper understanding of our own history, of mankind's history, and I don't mean the fake history, of course, that we get in the mainstream. And this is occurring beyond the control or manipulation of the dark forces that prey on this planet. They appear, they may appear to be uh, in control, have complete dominion or control, if you like, but that certainly is not the case. So it's very important to remember that all is not lost in spite of appearances to the contrary. I know this isn't an easy uh, concept to, to internalise when we're totally overwhelmed by so many doom porn scenarios, especially in the alternative media. But there is actually, I believe there is actually a good end into the human story, if you will. Uh, if you're open, especially if you're open to the teachings of the Celestine Prophecy, I know it can be easy to dismiss such teachings as being nothing more than New Age hot air. But whatever your view, I think there is definitely something to be gained from reassessing the insights in the light of COVID-19 and how the world is fundamentally changing. So the longer now can help us also help us to gain, uh, uh, explain why the controlling powers are implementing global tyranny at this precise moment in history. As we know, the gloves have come off and the mask has slipped and no one uh, except the most deluded sleepwalker can can deny that their their national government is nothing more than um, a, a fascistic fascistic enterprise, I should say. So it is argued that they are 
that these demonic or predatory forces, higher dimensional forces, um, they are aware of the inevitable evolution of human consciousness that we're experiencing right now, hence why they are attempting to suppress our growth and expansion by keeping our consciousness at a very low frequency. So we're all ex experienced it, uh, have been experiencing lockdown, social distancing, which primarily is all about creating isolation and separation, just as mankind, just as we're making this huge evolutionary leap. And they've always, let's not uh, fool ourselves here, these forces have always feared our power and um, the fact that we have the spark of um, God within us and the link to the Creator and that explains why human history has been so traumatic with so much division and bloodshed because it that truth should is always deliberately um, is deliberately withheld and hidden from us because if the truth came to the surface then their control then their control would be over and much like the the heralded or vaunted great wizard of Oz, you know, we would, uh, like Toto, the dog Toto, pull the shield, the curtains back and, and all would be re revealed and we would realise that actually they are nothing more than paper dragons, they don't have any real power or control, the only power or dominion they have is, is what we give away, our own sovereignty, as I've spoken about at length, of course, before on discerning consciousness. So yeah, the second insight, the concept of the longer now gives us an appreciation for the inevitability of change and transformation on planet earth in spite of all the bad news and the political and economic turmoil as i spoke about last time on discerning consciousness podcast so the actions of governments around the world since last march have brought into sharp focus the urgency of this point in history and why in spite of the fear anxiety there is, there is still much to be hopeful about. I think we all knew a great shake-up was coming, but perhaps we didn't expect it to come in the form of a virus. And of course we know that some people are still arguing as to the actual validity of the virus. Is it real or, real or not? And again, I think I've said before in the Sending Conscious podcast, I have an open mind with regards to that issue. Sorry, excuse the wind is getting up here. To say earlier, it's a very blowy day here in the New Forest in the UK. So let's move on to the third insight, which uh, was entitled or is entitled "A Matter of Energy," and this is about gaining uh, a deeper appreciation for beauty and realizing the energetic resonance of, say, something like a leaf or a beautiful painting or the simplicity the beautiful simplicity of raindrops cascading perhaps down the bonnet or the windshield of your car and it demonstrates the dynamic quality of the universe and it's about seeing the intensity of the energy uh, when we appreciate an object of great beauty so as I say yeah when we um, really internalize the beauty of an object just like a leaf that's falling from a tree there's a certain energy that resonates uh, within our body and also we can begin to observe energy fields if we're not already familiar with them and we can also begin to immerse ourselves in the understanding that everything in existence is simply a vibrating energy field even, even seemingly solid objects like a cup or a table are in fact not solid 
So what does this insight mean in the context of COVID-19 and the dystopian world we find ourselves living in at this time? Well, these are my main observations. In recent times, as external events continue to accelerate and have become more extreme, I've noticed uh, personally that I'm drawn far more to my own inner landscape and inner being. And I'm experiencing a process of going within in some sense to escape the madness of the COVID world. Perhaps you're experiencing a similar impulse to me. And uh, as a byproduct of this slowing down internally, I've noticed a greater appreciation for, for nature, and this is increasing massively. And uh, as, I ex as I speak here, uh, we're um, deep into autumn, or the fall if you prefer, and the colors of the forest are beautifully rustic. I'm also noticing that I'm observing the beauty inherent in the most mundane of things like the swells on the surface of coffee inside a coffee mug or perhaps the simple beauty of raindrops crashing against a window pane in my house. And this observance, or observing if you prefer, has massively increased in recent times since the COVID-19 event materialised. And this might be evidence of uh, the shifting energies on the planet, of course. At the same time, I'm feeling the energies more and more within my own physicality. And I can sense the teaching, the teaching contained within the essence of this particular insight. The energy and beauty in the context of filling up with energy as I fully appreciate the beauty of a physical object, no matter how mundane or, ev or everyday it might be, as I was just saying. And the journey within helps me to escape from the ongoing, what I describe as the noise, the noise of the external world, which I think is a, is a good description of what we're experiencing right now. And also I feel, uh, I feel a deep, deep sense, especially in the light of recent events, that the density of the physical and material plane is literally dissolving and evaporating right in front of our eyes. And this places the onus on all of us to focus our attention on filling our vessel up with light right now at this particular moment. And also, just to comment on this particular insight, I think also um, for many of us, certainly during the first lockdown when our normal routines were interrupted and our social lives were disrupted, and we were forced just to spend more time in our own homes. That's kind of compelled us all to look within because we can't be out as much in the physical world. And perhaps in the past we've used hobbies as a form of distraction to prevent us from the pain of going within. So I think that's where COVID-19 is having a kind of positive uh, impact in the world in a way because... Um, the disruption to our normal lives, as I was just saying, it is forcing us to reflect uh, far more uh, on, um, you know, our own spiritual journey or our spiritual quest, if you like, and focusing more on the fundamentals within life. Not that ho our hobbies and perhaps our sports and etc. aren't important. Of course, they are important to keep us balanced. But um, yeah, since COVID nineteen. I think um, it has afforded us the opportunity to to look within and to perhaps to um, 
as the noise, uh, as we turn off the noise of the external world, as it abates, to, to just gain a greater appreciation for that kind of sense of inner peace, you know, the what's described as by Urquhart Tolle in his book The Power of Now, just the beautiful simplicity of slowing down and quieting that, quieting that noise. Because I know in recent weeks what I've done more and more by tuning out from the noise is, is actually quite um, an empowering and peaceful process. Because what it means is for me that I feel that it's no longer my responsibility to keep abreast of all the changes, of all the news, of what's going on in the external world. And just having days where actually I don't even check the internet. And I find that that's really, really helping just to switch that noise off. Because by slowing down internally, it actually provides a space for the spirit to enter. And I'm feeling that more and more now. And because literally, if you're anything like me, when you're constantly daily focused on the updates of what's going on, the next thing that governments are doing to us, you know, the next imposition of uh, the next clamp down on our freedoms, on our freedom of movement, it literally can feel like it's draining our energy field and draining our very soul and being. So that's what I found helpful anyway. And not not to not to fall into the trap of being deluded and, you know, becoming some sort of um new ager that only focuses on love, light and bliss, but just recognizing to myself that actually you know, if I don't check the news today, does it actually matter? Of course it doesn't. Once you gain a context of the real agenda of COVID-19, which we all are familiar with now, having a few days switching off from the internet actually I think is really vital, not only in, in the spiritual context, but also, um, also for our own mental health. And I think that's why in, in recent weeks I have been feeling less anxious and depressed because I'm just slowing down sitting down in my living room and just thinking I'm enough it doesn't matter what happens in the external world however horrific events get or don't get I have no impact on that all I can do is work on my inner being and that is you know providing with me with me it's providing me with so I should say with great comfort at this time so moving on now to the fourth insight, which is called the battle for energy. And this is about how humans historically have battled for energy in an attempt to control people. And um, I can't deny it, it's something that we all do, unfortunately. And this insight explains that over time, this battle will cease as we gain an appreciation for the energy fields that surround and emanate from the human body course one thinks of the uh, the etheric body the, this was or this is characterized uh, within all human interactions and relationships for many years and continues I think it's going to take many years for this process to change unfortunately and, and it's something of course that psychology or psychologists have taught us how these behaviors remain largely unconscious for the duration of our lives unless we seek meaning and understanding in personal or relationship therapy. So humans typically seek to increase 
our personal power and energy by stealing it from others during social interactions. So what does this insight mean in the light of COVID-19 and how society has altered and continues to change during the last few years? So we're all very familiar with how this battle for energy plays out in romantic relationships and causes much pain and suffering and almost all human inter interactions appear to have a manipulative context, especially when we are keen to make a point or to win an argument at the expense of the other person. And this often degenerates into a power struggle or a battle of wills. And we can all recount how the deeply polarizing aspects of COVID vaccines, the fake vaccines, I should say, sorry, has drawn us into arguments with friends and family where it degenerates into a case of I'm right, you're wrong, um, and the other person, you know, is is wrong, and you're right, and it really, um, it really just isn't, it isn't very helpful. So the dynamic I was just referring to is certainly being brought to the surface like never before, and I've, as I've said on my uh, Discerning Consciousness YouTube channel, this is especially true um, within the family unit and within close personal relationships. And it can be deeply disturbing when we sit in quiet reflection and we reflect upon the role we, we might be playing in energetic battles uh, with, with friends and family. And the extremes of issues related to COVID-19 is forcing us to consider how we might change the way we relate to people who have different viewpoints. And I know this is something that I'm working on. I'll give you a very brief example. So here in the UK at the moment, we are well, on the south coast anyway, where I live, we're being absolutely hammered with chemtrails. You know, uh, a few days ago, it's literally the whole sky had the white plumes. And it, it really is, it's uh, since becoming aware of chemtrails and geoengineering, weather manipulation, and the heavy metals like strong, strontium, aluminium, bromide, that um, are said to be uh, in whatever's being sprayed, I've never seen anything like it in the last 15 years and that's very interesting that it's happening at this time within the context of COVID-19. Anyway, the anecdote I want to share with you, a colleague of mine, she turned around and said, oh gosh, look Ant, the sky is full of, um, is full of contrails from planes. Now every part of my being wanted to go into a diatribe or a, a monologue about actually they're not contrails because contrails are essentially water which evaporates and doesn't stay heavy in the, in the air and I had to bite my lip and I just explained and I and rather than going into a monologue of trying to prove that I'm right and these aren't exact these aren't contrails they're actually chemtrails I just shared some I think I just amused my colleague by saying, "Yeah, well, there must be a lot of um, a lot of uh, a lot of air traffic over this part of Hampshire this morning." And I have to say, a few years ago, <laughs> I would have got into my narrative or story about and share what I believe, and I probably would have wanted to browbeat my colleague and insist that I'm right and, and they're wrong. And I actually, I have to say, I did impress myself. <laughs> I, I managed to hold back that real force to want to impress my point uh, upon them. So this is just a little example of how you might want to in, in, in 
integrate it into your own life, uh, not wanting to impress your force of will upon people who share a different opinion. And because um, what this does in the context of this particular insight, what it does constitute is trying to unconsciously um, steal someone else's uh, energy. Uh, and this is an example of how the onus has been placed upon us like never before to interact and communicate in more conscious ways. And this might include becoming aware of how we manipulate social settings in order to fill up with energy and it might be uh, helpful to consider our own programming family wounding childhood trauma and how um, we are then projecting that out onto others unconsciously during interactions and it might be motivating us to want to press home a point and uh, you know at all cost and never mind <laughs> the energetic field of the person that we're interacting this is a good example of how challenging situations in life, uh, i.e. COVID-19, can force us to increase the awareness of our blind spots. And we can only look towards new and better ways of communicating and we become more aware of how the old ways no longer are serving us. And we're hearing numerous accounts of couples splitting up because one of the people in the relationship has taken offence that the other hasn't taken the jab and vice versa. And maybe when we're needing to go through this extreme event in order to realise the, the error of our ways up until this point. So I think I'll round up uh, this particular uh, episode of Discerning Consciousness podcast, short and sweet today. So in summary, I've briefly explained the first four insights in the context, the first four insights of the Celestine Prophecy in the context of COVID-19. And as I said before, please do revisit uh, the back catalogue going back to tw episode 27 if you haven't already done so to provide a deeper understanding of the insights. And this has hopefully demonstrated that the inevitability of change on so many levels is nothing to be feared. We're on a timeline of consciousness evolution, although at this stage we don't really know how that will play out in our collective physical reality. And in part two of this exploration of the COVID-19 in the context of the teachings of the wisdom of the Celestine Prophecy, I will, as I was saying earlier at the beginning, I will look at the fifth to the ninth uh, insight. So thank you all for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, exploration. Uh, renewed exploration of the Celestine Prophecy. It's nice to bring back a spiritual context to discerning consciousness because I realise in recent uh, months I've been focused really primarily on COVID-19 in the context of sort of the uh, political shenanigans. So i just end with some basic uh, housekeeping. If you have enjoyed uh, today's episode, as always, please do share it on your own social media context. It helps to get uh, helps to get the word out there and share it with a broader audience. And as always, the best way to contact me is uh, directly on my email address, which is dcpodcast at gmx.com. I repeat that for you. It's dcpodcast at gmx.com. And um, yeah, as I was saying, I'll be... Uh, I'll be uh, in contact again 
with you all soon for the uh, second episode. And uh, so, yeah, thank you all again for listening, and I'll speak to you all again very soon. Bye for now. Thank you.